1: and here's your hosts philip mitchell and bland garrett hello and welcome to trial by stone and this is episode 33 of the podcast for march 2017 um well this month is you know another big month of all things dark crystal um there's so much has been going on and um and you know from um the power of the dark crystal to vinyl re- soundtrack releases and and so much more um which we'll we'll get into later in the show um but first i just want to say um you know introductions are in order if you're new to the show um my name is Philip mitchell and and my uh, co-host um of course from the us is uh, bland garrett bland welcome welcome to the show
0: <laughs> hello <laughs> yeah uh, it's been a while since we recorded. I've had some health issues, but we are here and ready to talk about all the great stuff that has that is going on and will be going on with the Dark Crystal this year, the 35th anniversary.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was sort of a thing, I guess, with the last episode that it I, it was sort of a solo show for me for the first part, but then I, I still had we still had that like the last uh, part of the um, the discussion about the Gelfling gathering um, that I included on, onto the show. So, you know, you, you were sort of, you know, you were in the last episode in a way, you know, in, (laughs) in, um, in that way, but, um, but no, I'm glad to hear that. you You, you know, that you're feeling all good and, um, yeah, we can sort of, you know, delve deep into all things Dark Crystal of things that have been happening this month. So
0: exciting stuff. This, this was the month to start our, 35th anniversary trip <laughs>
1: yes exactly yes i mean i know um i i guess you know to start off with um i, I heard that um you've actually got some kind of you know personal dark crystal story um oh, you well you too to as well <laughs> and i and i do too yes yeah yes do you I'm, want
0: me to go first
1: oh yeah i want i want to hear your story first yeah
0: okay well here it goes um, back in 2001, um, when my website was freshly new, I think it had been up, I think that was the year that I started the website. And I was in contact with Robert Gould of Imaginosis, who ma- was the manager for Brian and Wendy Froud. Um, they were doing, it's a publication company, and they, um, they, Brian and Wendy were coming out with new books. Uh, new art. Um, they were touring the U.S. a lot um, at a, dot, a lot of different bookstores and conventions. Um, their their personal website, World of Froud, was going was picking up and starting, and everything was going great Froud wise. And Robert Gould, um, I had contacted him just because of the Dark Crystal website and trying to get you know everything you know as many contacts as I could. Well, he asked me what kind of i i kind of vaguely remember all this he asked me if i had any ideas or thoughts about the revival of the dark crystal as far as new products or directions that they could go in and i can remember yeah i can remember writing him this email uh but i couldn't quite really remember what the content was so when i was um when i was ill during my last week of getting better, um, I was still off of work and I was getting really restless. So I cleaned my house top to bottom insanely, like closets, dressers, kitchen cabinets, fridge, oven, the whole nine yards. Well, I came across this letter when I was going through my closet here in what I call my recording studio slash office slash Dark Crystal Museum. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at it all right now. And, yeah. Um, So I found this letter and I read it and it just it was it was just kind of mind blowing what I had written. And I'm not saying that I'm responsible for anything that has come out in the past 16 years. Dark crystal related. I'm not claiming anything. I'm not taking credit for anything. But after reading this, I think I had a big part in planting the seeds for a lot of it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, cool. So let me go ahead and read it. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah. I yeah. have Ideas for the Revival of the Dark Crystal presented by Bland H. Garrett IV, Habitabad, to the Jim Henson Company Creature Shop and the Frouds, care of Robert Gould. As a devoted fan and somewhat of a DC archivist, I am very excited to hear of the possibility of the revival of Jim Henson's original visionary work of the art, The Dark Crystal. The majority of fans of both The Dark Crystal and Brian Froud are strongly hoping for a re-release of The World of the Dark Crystal, and I believe that many would also like to see a reprint of the novel by A.C.H. Smith. This could be done as collector's edition hardcovers with new artwork by Brian Froud. As far as a sequel goes, I'm not sure if it would work. I read in a magazine article that Jim Henson did not want a sequel to the film, but instead wanted another movie or story that takes place on the same planet, Thra. If a sequel were to be made, it would probably have to take place several hundreds of years later in order to have the Gelfling race revived. The Erskeks would most likely need to come back, and it seems rather hard to squeeze a plot from the original storyline. A prequel, on the other hand, is much more feasible. Devoted fans would love to see a prequel, and rumors about one have been spreading across the internet for the past few years. Many people, including a lot of fans, do not know how the crystal actually cracked. The prequel is already outlined and summarized in The World of the Dark Crystal, and many explanations of past events are also given in the novel. Things that could be included would be the birth of Agra and why she was born, the original Gelfling sites and ruins, the arrival of the 18 Erskiks and why they came to Thra, the building of the castle and the orrery, the purification slash splitting of the Erskiks, The big fight and the cracking of the crystal, the deterioration of Thra due to the impure crystal, the invention of the Gartham, the mass dream of Gelflings and how the prophecy came to be, the slaughter of the Gelflings, the discovery rescue of Jen and Kira, and the incorporation of the original unused race of miners – because of the fact that the prequel takes place over several hundreds of years, more than a thousand, it could be done by way of a mini series. When Farscape takes a break, like in these recent five weeks, and shows re- reruns on the Sci-Fi Channel, you could use those slime time slots to show prequel mini series instead. On the last Friday, you could show the entire series back to back. If a theatrical release were planned, it would have to have a very strong trailer incorporating scenes from the original film in order for it to be a big hit. I also think that you could possibly incorporate the Dark Crystal, the Creature Shop's first project, into Farscape, the Creature Shop's latest project. Moya could stumble across the planet of Thra in the uncharted territories and witness a great conjunction from space. This could have some kind of effect on Moya and or the crew, especially Zan, if she comes back. This episode could lead into the prequel miniseries slash movie or be a separate story in itself. I would be glad to be of any assistance when it comes to future Dark Crystal projects. It has been a dream of mine to work with both the Hensons and the Frouds. Please contact me if you have any questions or if you need my opinion, both fan-based or personal. And then I have it, my name, phone number, email, and then I put, there is much to be learned and you have no time, which was always my favorite quote.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, wow. Oh, and so amazing, I wrote yeah. this
0: sixteen years ago. So
1: sixteen years ago. So this is back to what two two thousand and
0: one, June eighth of two thousand and one, and of course, Farscape was still on the Sci-Fi Channel at the time, and I was a big fan of that.
1: Yeah, and and this was and this was four years before they in two thousand and five when they originally announced that they were going to do a sequel and potentially the, the that, um, animation um, Cartoon Network series.
0: I didn't check, but do you know when The World of the Dark Crystal was reprinted?
1: Uh, was that 2003? 2000... Oh, hang on. Would it be... Uh...
0: I mean, I'm looking right at it if you want me to grab it real quick. 2003, yeah. Uh,
1: 2003. Yes, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking right here at the copyright date. So this was also two years before the reprint of The World of the Dark Crystal... And it was issued as a hardback with new artwork by Brian Proud. <laughs> Since then, the novel has been reprinted with new art that we haven't seen. Um, they've got a mini series of the prequel, which was Creation Myths. Yeah, and that was. And now we have.
1: Yeah, because um, that that was 2011, I think. Yeah, right. So That was ten years. <laughs> and
0: we also now have the prequel books, which are answering the, you know, Gelfling Gathering yeah, and right. all that stuff. So I'm not saying I had anything. I'm not <laughs> taking credit for anything. None. But um, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I okay. I mean, maybe. when I read this, I was like, oh, my God, did yeah. I really like write this to them 16 years ago? I mean, that
1: is crazy. Yeah. That is That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that is really cool
0: So apparently they listen to fans or, or somebody at the Henson's Or Brian Froud himself Because well I got my copy of the Reprint of the World of the Dark Crystal From Robert Gould um, Personalized from Brian And then I also met Brian on during one of those tours um, So I mean Apparently they listen to fans So by all means Write to the Henson's if you have any ideas Or feedback or anything and I was always told when I was putting the website together that that they really appreciate their fans and they really they they don't ever try to take down web um, fan websites because of copyright because you know they they like their fans and they you know it kind of spreads the word about their company. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Um, um, oh, and speaking of the website,
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, with um this the the hobby just... heartbeat- bad.
0: Yeah. yeah, just dot H-A-B-I-D-A-B-A-D.com. Um, I lost the domain Um, a couple years ago. I, I let it lapse and missed it, and somebody snatched it up and bought it. And apparently it was somebody that buys up a bunch of popular fan sites of all sorts. I, I tracked one of their other sites down, and it was one of the girls that's in... Um, modern family
1: oh, okay yeah it
0: was just a, a small popular website about her and they had bought the domain and what they do is they re-post the website yeah and then they put on the very front page at the very bottom of the page they just put a, a bunch of little porn links no yeah. pictures or anything just no. links hyperlinks hyperlinks yeah um yeah just text yeah. so I had no control over the website. I couldn't update it. I couldn't do anything to it. I didn't have access to the email and my iPad lost my password to the Twitter account that I had for it and I had it connected to that email. And so I was locked out of the Twitter account. So yeah. the domain expired last month and they this month, this past week, they put it up for auction and I won the auction. Awesome. And yeah. strangely, yeah, you know, strange. I, I was the only one watching, looking at it. Yeah. I was the only one bidding. And oddly enough, someone else had an automatic bid put in. Uh, and if yeah. I, if I didn't have my bid increased the day before, I would have lost.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: So I did win it. Um, I think they give the previous owner a week to see if they want to renew it. Um, but if not, then it's mine. So, oh,
1: so yeah. yeah no I really yeah I oh, certainly hope that I you... don't
0: think that'll happen. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen but right now I have my domain back so yeah. <laughs> be on the lookout <laughs> for the return of the book of Habitabad.
1: Ah <laughs> uh, okay so I I guess that's official that you know if, when you get the domain name that you'll um yeah uh bring 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 the site back up. And, oh yes. Yeah, cool. I'll awesome. need to find
0: hosting and all that yeah, stuff and it might take me a while to get all of the news page set up and everything, but yes, yeah, I've I have the most recent uh, version of my website, and then um, if not, um, archive.org, the Wayback Machine. Yeah, they have a a more recent version of the site that was up at the time that this of uh, this person that owned my domain had up. So
1: yeah, okay, cool that's
0: awesome yeah I'm so you know exciting news yeah <laughs> yeah
1: that's that's awesome yeah yeah um yeah i don't know that, and of course yeah, go, go. i
0: just want to mention that even though my website's coming back up it will feature links for the dream fasting facebook page pretty much all over it i'm hoping so i'm also hoping to maybe update some of the artwork and stuff so um yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to like make it the place to be for Dark Crystal. By all means, Dream Fasting, the Dark Crystal experience on Facebook is what where you want to be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That
0: is the source for Dark Crystal news, links, stories. Get in touch with fans, make friends, the whole nine yards.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so no, that's all very exciting. Yeah. So no, no, glad to hear about the the Habibad um website. You know. Uh, coming back in the near future. so um, yeah I look forward to seeing how, how it all turns out and um, and yeah of course you know um, dream fasting the Dark Crystal experiences they're big supporters of the trial by Stone podcast so um, um, do you know if you haven't checked out their Facebook page, I suggest that you um, do so um, when you get the chance you can just do a search under um, on Facebook. Uh, if you search Dream fasting, the Dark Crystal experience, then it should pop up in a top search results. It's a public group. So anyone can come in and join the fun.
0: And um, being public on Facebook means that you can also share posts, um, to your, your friends and family and stuff that are on Facebook as well. And they'll be able to see it. So there won't be like a nice little, um, attachment unavailable, you know, it it's public so you can share anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things. I kind of wish that they did like change that um, message. Cause it, like that, er, sort of that error like message, cause it, it's still like, it doesn't really make much sense. It's like, it, it should just state, you know, Hey, you can't see this. Cause this is from a private group. Or, yeah. It should just say yeah. like
0: unshareable post or something <laughs> yeah. instead of attachment and available. Cause attachment, <laughs> yeah. well, that's not really a post that I'm sharing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I <know.
1: laughs> Yeah. So, um, so that's all cool. Um, I guess it's my my, my turn for a Dark Crystal story. Um, yes, yes. I, it's it, it's interesting. Um, for me, it's actually it's actually to do with my with my um older brother, and um he recently bought um some property out in rural uh Victoria, and um with him and um his uh, fiance. And, um, basically, um, the area that their property is at, um, I think, I think, I think you call them sort of like country estates, that sort of thing. Um, but, Mm -hmm. and he, I think he told me about this when he, um, when he bought the property that that area, um, like, like basically like a country estate where it's like, you know, there's like a lot of houses used to be like a big property. But then, you know, it's sort of got lots of houses and all that kind of stuff. So, um, and whatnot. But basically... um,
0: So, is it residential or it's mostly residential? Yeah, it's mostly residential.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, But what I found most interesting... But everyone
0: still has a big... Well, everyone still has a big chunk of land. It's not like like you're in a city or a a place where the houses are like right next to each other, like a neighborhood or something. Everyone still has a good chunk of property, right? Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and so what was um, most interesting, um, I think he told me that that whole area um, was once um, owned um, by some Australian um, uh, businessmen um, by the name of um, Robert A. Holmes Court.
0: Okay, you're going to have to so go deeper into that. <laughs> okay. okay.
1: <laughs> so um, Robert A. Holmes Court, um, he was the guy who um, bought um he was like an australian business entrepreneur and um he was the one that sort of during the making of the dark crystal i think he bought out the um um that itc entertainment company oh okay um, and and basically and at a time like he he bought out itc entertainment which you know had had everything to do with the dark crystal and so he could have done whatever he wanted with the dark crystal, and Jim Henson, I think at the time he was feeling really uncomfortable about the situation that this, you know, this businessman who's sort of you know, um,
0: uh, right, like like Jim fought so hard to get ITC to allow him to make the dark crystal because they were like, well, they I don't know if if anyone's seen the Muppet Show, the ITC Entertainment logo was always that like colorful prismatic like diamond thing it's hard to explain but at the i think it was at the end of the at the show you'd always see the ITC entertainment logo kind of video short that was a couple seconds long and that's how i always remembered him. and then of course they they wanted Jim to do the muppet movie and he was like but i i want to do the dark crystal and so he was working on the dark crystal but they were still like well the muppet movie was so popular so now we got to get the great muppet caper and Then we'll do like you release the Dark Crystal, and then finally, Jim was so. Did Jim? I know that Jim bought the film himself so that he could release it before right at Christmas time,
1: yeah. So basically, I just having a look on um Wikipedia's on the Dark Crystal. So basically, once filming was completed, the film's release was delayed after Lou Grade.
0: uh, right, he was basically he sold, the head of ITC. IT, yeah, yeah
1: and, he, and he sold ITC Entertainment to Robert Holmes Alcourt, um, who was um, skeptical of the film's potential due to bad reactions to the preview and the need to revoice right. uh, the film's the soundtrack. Zone. Well, yeah, uh, on, on Wikipedia it says... Well, and, in, yeah,
0: yeah. well, they also, because of the editing, they had to re-score it and, or edit the scoring. And Trevor Jones was not happy with that either. I know, yeah. or or he he had a hard time doing it. He kind of struggled with it.
1: Yeah. So basically, yeah. Robert a home Robert Holmes a caught, Yeah. He bought um, i t c Entertainment. Jim Henson wasn't happy about that because um, he was worried that um, Robert Holmes would just mess up. You know, the Dark Crystal. You know, just the film. Um, you know, whether it's like promoting it or whatnot. And so Jim Henson actually decided to. Um, to, to buy the film back from ITC Entertainment. Okay. Uh, for, I think it was. So he basically yeah. bought
0: it from Robert.
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah. 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 He was yeah worried. Um, so yeah, so Henson spent all the money he had available to buy his movie from court. Um, and I think, yeah, so I've, I can't remember how much, I think he, I think it was the 15, yeah. I think 15 million dollars. I think that um, he, he paid it's to get a, his it, film back. Honestly,
0: it's, it it was somewhere on my website because I had posted some kind of a magazine article or something at the time. And actually I haven't been able to I haven't been able to scan any of the magazines that I have to add to my um magazine publication archive that's on archive.org. Um but I'm I'm sure it's in one of those that's already been scanned. Just go to archive.org, search for Habitabad H-A-B-I-D-A-B-A-D. And it should pop up. There's like 60-something magazines now. And so it is now considered a collection. Some of them I need to have them re... re um, Not rescan, but re-uploaded. Because the previews aren't showing up. Um, there's like one or two where that's kind of screwed up. But um, yeah, there's tons of magazines there. But it, it's... The price is somewhere in one of those magazine articles, somewhere on my site. Anyway, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's basically my dark crystal story. Is sort of just that little connection there. Um, Yeah, there's that little
0: connection there. (laughs) Probably
1: not in the best way, but you know.
0: (laughs) Did he? So did he just buy the land, or did he actually live on the land somewhere?
1: I I actually have no idea. I think I think he just I, I. Presuming he just bought the land, so he probably bought the land. He had it for a while, and then he, you know, sold it, sold it off down the track, that sort of thing. So
0: that'd be interesting yeah. to know if he actually owned a home in that area. Yeah, and if it and if it would still be there.
1: Yeah, yeah I'd be curious about that. Yeah, it's something I'd mind looking further into. I know there's a country club. I know there's a country club there, so it's like that's probably the only place I'd, you know, if I went to to sort of find out about um, sort of the history, I guess, with Robert Holmes, a court. Um, but yeah, yeah. I just thought that was just sort of an interesting sort of, you know, little connection, uh, (laughs) die crystal story, um, in a weird way. So no, no, it's all good. Um, yeah. So I'm just trying to think like all the things that have been happening. I mean, the big thing, um, of course from reaction, uh, figurines is the, the Gartham figurine, so yes. the Toys R Us um, exclusive. exclusive figurine. And um, I know it was funny enough that it actually came to Australia pretty, like, I think it came late, probably early March, actually, or late Yeah, February. it was
0: before yeah. we got it in the US, and yeah. it, I think Pop Culture had it. Yes, they did, yeah. Um, but they sold out, of course. <laughs> they
1: did, yes, yeah.
0: And uh, um, where did you get yours?
1: Well, um, I, 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 so I did end up getting two of the figurines. So I got one from Minotaur, and I got it for that price of um twenty dollars, which um nice. which is a very nice a very nice price actually. Just based, I mean, I
0: think that that's even cheaper than it is in the U.S. Right? Because of the exchange rate.
1: Yeah, yeah, and even like when I when I first came here, I was really surprised at the price. I thought it was going to be probably like thirty dollars or probably even more than that. Um so yes I got mine
0: on my desk right in front of me right now. <laughs> well, now I also have the box here. It's um it's not the same as the New York Comic-Con exclusive of 500 pieces. It has no winged Kira. The box is smaller. Just fits the Gartham. There's of course a window on the top just like the uh, New York Comic-Con exclusive and the Mystic or soul figure, um, and someone point, Laszlo pointed. Laslo pointed it out. Uh, I think it was today that the Toys R Us exclusive has kind of. It's not as shiny or as glossy as the New York Comic Con edition. I don't know if they did that on purpose or if it was just the plastic that they used at the time when they made it. Um, it could be either, but um, now that all the figures are out. And we've gotten the Gartham. This is my favorite of all of them. Now that I've been, you know, I didn't open my New York Comic-Con one. But now that I've had, I have two, you know, one in the box and one to open. And this is my favorite out of all of the series. Like, yeah. I love this little guy.
1: Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> I got like, so excited.
0: Yeah. I took a bunch of pictures. Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. saw those, yeah, that, that I posted on the uh, the Dream Fasting uh, Facebook page. So um, if you scroll down, I think you can see those, uh, yeah, little funny photos of Bland took with the
0: Gartham. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Mine has a little flaw, the one that, well, I noticed, I looked at both of them before I opened them and I was like, which one has the best packaging? That's the one that I'm not going to open. And I noticed that one of them, his head was kind of turned to the side. So this is the one that I opened. And the head piece doesn't really move at all. But I kind of like that his head is kind of turned a little slightly to the side because it just kind of seems more menacing. And when you see the Gartham running through the Crass Castle and around, they're always like moving their head side to side. So I kind of like it. Yeah, but yeah, like but I, it's I, really accurate to the original figure and to the film Gartham. Like,
1: yeah, it's like it's such an awesome figurine. Like, um, even I think I briefly talked about in the last episode, and I was really like surprised how it turned out. Like, I don't know. I think I sort of. Maybe I just went in with very low expectations of what of the Gartham thing. I think it was more the to do with the size. I didn't know how big it was going to be. So it's like when I got mm-hmm. my hands on it, it's like, like it's it fits my hand, my whole hand. My hand's pretty big, um, so yeah, it's like um yeah,
0: it's like a the size of um, something that would fit in your hand, like yeah. a potato or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. Yeah, and I, like yeah, I would say yeah. I mean, I'm sort of in that same boat that I think the um, the Gartham is probably my favorite as well, and probably second. Probably the runners-up would probably go to probably Landstrider or probably Augra because Augra is pretty yeah, detailed. Yeah, Augra is really nice. Yeah. so She's
0: very detailed. I yeah, actually so- have three Augras now. Um, I have the one that's carded, well, two that are carded and one that's open, but I'm going to open the third one that I bought because I want to put it in a terrarium that I have, but I just kind of can't get myself to open it. <laughs> the terrarium is kind of humid, but... I figured, like, if that calmed down a little bit, that I'd be able to pop her in there. I, I mean, they're made of plastic. I'm sure it'll be fine if it's humid in there and she gets wet, you know. But I figured it would be kind of need to have Augra in the terrarium with all the plants, and she could be, like, the the mother goddess of the terrarium.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I, um since we've chatted, I can't really think of what new I have in my collection. Um. I guess maybe my Japanese Blu-ray. I don't know if I mentioned that last time or not. No, I don't think so. Oh, speaking of all this, we don't have this in our show notes to discuss, but Zen Monkey Studios, if anyone um, goes to zenmonkeystudios.com, they are no longer going to carry the Henson license for Dark Crystal or Labyrinth. And they are having a clearance sale, and once all of that stuff is gone, it's gone. No more, no more Henson stuff from Zen Monkey Studios.
1: But yeah, no, it's it's a very um very unfortunate uh, to hear yeah with Zen Monkey, but um, but I'm sure yeah, like I hope that there'll be um I don't know other companies that might um potentially you know take some or get some of the license from the Jim Henson company. Well, and yeah,
0: there's um, speaking of. Future products. Um, there's the possibility that McFarlane will be doing um, some figures, uh, mainly Jen and Kira and Fizzgig, and then um, there is another company. I can't think of it right now. I don't. I wasn't prepared to talk about that for this episode, but they're gonna do um, blind mini mini figures in blind boxes. Where basically you go to a store, collectible shop or comic store or whatever that has these blind box figures and you buy them and you don't know what's inside the box until you open it. So there's a big chance that you're going to get multiples and then some of them are going to be, you know, one in 25 or one in 50. So a lot of them are going to be kind of rare. And a lot of these stores in the U.S., I don't know how they do in Australia or the U.K. or the rest of the world, but they'll have people that will buy a bunch of them, open them up, and then the ones that they don't want, they can I don't know if I don't know if the store will buy them back for less for less than we paid for them or what, but then they'll display all the ones that are open. And if you want to trade, then for one that you don't have, then you can do that too, but it just depends on how long they've been out and if the store actually does that or not. And that's why I don't like to buy blind boxes on the internet because you're yeah. stuck with what you get.
1: Yeah, yeah. oh, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you just sort of got to buy a case um, of right of blinds because I think I would imagine if you bought a a, a case you then you'd probably get you know the whole set. Um, yeah, probably the whole set. Yeah. But then you're going to be. how many yeah.
0: minis are in a case? You know, there yeah, might be 50 yeah. minis in a case, and yeah. if they're five bucks a piece, that's what the 250 bucks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> um, um, mini
0: minifigures, like, <laughs> yeah,
1: but like I have seen them. I think, um, especially I think with i I'm just trying to think. I know there's like a comic book store. I vaguely remember going to, um, that yeah they sell you know those blind bags and then also also sell them individually sort of thing that you can buy um for like you know be about like 7 bucks or whatever for each figurine so it's like a couple of dollars more you know compared to buying in a blind bag but i mean if you're collecting you know exactly what you what you need to complete your collection um then yeah it's probably you know worth spending the the extra couple of bucks um in that regard um so yeah i
0: did um, speaking of like merchandise, I did get another Chase Kira and those were one in six. They were one per case. And now I have a regular Chase, an upside down sticker Chase, an, a regular Kira. And then I have an open Chase. So I went ahead and opened it because I got it for super cheap. It was unreal. Like I got a whole case. Well, I got a case of five um, for 12 dollars on ebay and the seller sent me the wrong auction item and the one he sent me had the chase in it and he apparently sells a lot of pops and he's kind of he he was kind of rude he wasn't very nice and because of that i said well i'm just gonna keep this because you're not being nice to me <laughs> I bought, it. I bought it for the case box, and I specifically told him, please ship it in a separate box, well-packed. I do not want labels and stickers or this box to be used for shipping purposes. And he shipped it with the case box and not in a separate box, and it got a little damage on it. And I was he's like, well, you got it. You got it for $12. I'm just like, that's not the point. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much I paid for it you You should have sipped it the way I wanted it, and you should have respected me as a buyer, so yeah,
1: yeah, but no, no, yeah, I still only got the one um chase variant i like I did check um I think uh like they're they're pretty expensive in Australia, like yeah, because 'cause they're just i guess they're just a lot harder to get um uh I think I saw i think it was like seventy Australian dollars, I think I saw, um that they was one point some store was selling it for, so I'm just like you know. I'm happy with just the one that I um, have for now. And um, yeah, yeah. But um, and like, and I think they're kind of cute to have that.
0: Yeah. Well, it's kind of cute to have that little closed mouth fizz gig sitting there <laughs> <laughs> out of the box. It's cute.
1: Yeah. And and I guess. Oh, and that webbed
0: thumb, that webbed thumb variant that I was talking about. It's, it's not a flaw or a, a, a flawed um, mold or anything like that. It's just, I think it's from when they paint them or color them because I had another one that it was the other thumb that was slightly webbed. And I just figured, you know, that's not really a rarity or something wrong. You know, it's not anything to be excited about. So, yeah,
1: of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, and like, and as, as far as we're aware from, you know, um, from, uh, Funko that there isn't any plans for future, um, dark crystal pops or reaction figurines. Um, um, There is rumor Funko and
0: yeah Yeah. Funko and Super 7 were partnered together to do the reaction figures and uh, they have parted ways. I don't know if it's because I don't know if it's because Funko is like so stuck up their butt about pops and dorbs and all this stuff and Super 7 just doesn't want to deal with them or if if it's the other way around or what but they have parted ways. So, because of that, neither one of them have the license. But there is rumor that Super Seven is thinking about picking the license back up and doing more figures, because the original line, yeah, the original line of figures had a Pod Peasant and a Pod Slave. So there were actually um, seven, yeah, seven figures that were going to have crystal pieces. Um, so there was actually seven, seven pieces of the crystal and uh here we only have 5 um it might have been 6 pieces of the crystal because i don't think that originally the ursol the mystic had a crystal piece so it could have been it could be 6 pieces i can't remember i'm not looking at a picture of it right now but um there 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 was a, they were also um someone had had said that Funko and Super Seven originally had plans to do all the Skexies and all the Mystics. So because I guess it was depending on sales and whatnot, and the people are saying that the sales didn't go well, but I mean with as hard as some of they were some were to get and with people having to wait several, several months for even their pre-orders to come.
1: Yeah, that, that was I don't crazy,
0: see how yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. see how they didn't sell well. Mm. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I mean, it did definitely has been selling well in, in Australia, as far as I'm aware, you know, they always have to pre-order more of those pops in and the reaction figurines, so... um yeah so I'd just be interesting to see um yeah what what lies ahead and hopefully they can um bring bring back the um uh the pops and and the reaction figurines down the track um yeah so um I guess moving on from that um I guess you know last month was actually a big month because of the the launch of the power of the dark crystal um issue one that came out Well, do we want to end
0: that now or? want to talk about um the soundtrack
1: um actually you know what let's talk about the soundtrack because i mean that is pretty recent we're going to go
0: into the story yeah we're going to go into the story of of number one a little bit so yeah yes yeah Yeah, let's let's go into the soundtrack all right cool um well march 3rd the soundtrack was re-released digitally on itunes yes yeah um actually i have the page opened up here unless facebook refreshes it which it always tends to do yes and so yeah Um, the
1: the soundtrack is just um the is just the original sort of soundtrack of the uh of the dark crystal
0: yes Um, not the original score the original soundtrack yes yeah they like trevor jones specifically arranged it and released it to be more of a soundtrack than an actual score, um, because of course you have the original score that he wrote, and then you have the edited score that he had to do for the film, which took out the Skeksis and Mystic funeral scenes. So he added that to the soundtrack and arranged it to be a soundtrack. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah. No. Which is um, very very awesome that um, that yeah that the soundtrack is now on itunes um that people can um download it um and um and also trying to think um and and also yeah it's gonna be coming out on um on on vinyl as well uh, which is i think it's gonna be part of the the record store day um twenty seventeen yes so um yeah
0: so I actually have all these web pages um set up on my iPad here. Um, so, in the in the in the U.S., once a year um, in April, I think it's always in April, they have what's known as Record Store Day, and this is a, in my opinion and other people's opinions, it's more of a gimmick to sell records and for this company that sets it all up to make money, which. Is the way it always is. Um every time they every time they post stuff, it always says support your local record store, not flippers. They try to, you know, watermark the pictures and stuff. And they honestly the company could probably care less if they sell to flippers or not because they're gonna make their money. Um uh, but what it is is they release all these um Either first release or exclusive releases of vinyls to um, small, well, not necessarily small, but record stores throughout the U.S. Um, the big, huge record stores that carry, you know, that carry vinyl, they usually get a lot of the big rarities and whatnot and multiple copies. Whereas a lot of your mom and pop small businesses, they usually only get like. I know that a friend of mine, I, I usually don't go, but a couple of years ago, a friend of mine was looking for a record on Record Store Day, and the store only had two copies of it, and he totally missed it. And, of course, that one was one of the more popular ones that everyone wants. Who knows how many people are going to want the Dark Crystal soundtrack, but I know I'm going. <laughs> um, so to read, I guess, the description of it, it's the 30, 35th anniversary vinyl release. Uh, it's the first time available on vinyl since the original film's, um, films release. It's going to have the Richard Richard Amsel um, design poster. It's, uh, Amsel art is the way I always think of him. Um, he did a lot of movie posters throughout the, the years um, back in the day, I guess. I, I don't know. He doesn't really do it anymore, but no cuz um, i
1: think um I, I actually remember that there was a doc- i think someone was trying to create a kickstarter about the um documentary on uh richard
0: richard ample amsel.
1: yeah yeah i think it's called um amsel um illustrator of the lost art yeah yeah illustrator of the lost art cuz yeah he did a lot of posters like not only dark crystal but he did um raiders of the lost ark flash Gordon, uh mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah, I, I and I have no idea if the um, uh, actually, I have no idea if it actually um, if it's been released yet or not um, uh, so yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, so sorry, but bit yeah, yeah,
0: I'd be interested in that.
1: Yeah, I, I would. Um, well, would this yeah, is yeah, but going oh, yeah, well, yeah, back to the uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go <back> to the <laughs> well, it's vine, the first yeah. time
0: pressed on yeah. The first time pressed on 140 gram, it's going to be a crystal clear vinyl. Um, It's upgraded to 400 GSM thick LP. Well, it has a thick LP jacket, limited worldwide pressing of 2,000 copies. Uh, The original soundtrack features Trevor, Trevor Jones' musical score written for the film, but arranged specifically for an album listening experience. It was recorded in London Symphony Orchestra at the legendary Abbey Road Studios in 1982. Um, it's been reissued on CD in various countries throughout the last 35 years, but this is the first vinyl reissue since the film's original release. I actually... Um, let me go and grab them real quick. Um, it, Yeah, hold on just a moment. Sorry about that. I meant to have this. Yeah. I meant to have this on my table ready because I knew we were going to talk about the soundtrack.
1: Uh, I have
0: um, quite a few CDs. I've got uh, two of them that are multiple. It's the multiple tracks from different movies. Um, I've got one that was a bootleg copy that also included the score. I have, uh, well, actually I have three that have different um, songs from different films. I have one that was a bootleg that was um, kind of popular and well known. Um, it has both. It has two of Trevor Jones' soundtracks on it. It's got the Dark Crystal and the Wicked Lady. And then I have um, another um, another bootleg, which actually had the songs listed wrong, and I corrected it on my copy. Um, that one was a a nicer one and then Numenorian music um a company that put out quite a bit of soundtracks um they um they released the Dark Crystal on, soundtrack on CD back in 2003 and they were limited to 5000 copies and they were all hand numbered i have issue, i have number 5 i did a I did when it came out. I did a promotion on habitbad.com where if you found the hidden link somewhere on my website, then you won the soundtrack. And I believe that was soundtrack number eleven that I gave away. Uh, but it has real nice um, double disc with picture and art, and I I thought this was a really nice release. Um, there was also a 25th anniversary edition. Um, well, see, Trevor or Trevor Jones didn't have the license to release it back in 2003, and he wasn't too happy about Numenorian Music, um, releasing that. But back in, let me see, 2007, the 25th anniversary, he, they, he finally had it, and, and the Jim Henson company, and everything released it themselves by La La Land Records, was what it was about. Uh, I didn't and it, it, well it's got the artwork that's on the 25th anniversary D- DVD is also on the um 25th anniversary CD release. Back in 82 it was also released on um uh, cassette. I have um I have two of them. One is one is just a regular but one was either a promo copy or it was a store return. And if a store returned an unsellable album to the company, then they would Melt a hole through the um, UPC bars, the UPC code. Uh, so I have one with the hole in it. Um, I have two of the LPs. I have the Australian. I, I was looking at these the other day, and I didn't realize this, but I don't have a US edition. I have the I have the Canadian edition, and it's a promo copy. And then I have the Australian version, but I don't have the U.S. version. <laughs> so, yeah. hopefully, I'll get one of them soon. Down, down now the that track, I yeah. That.
1: But, yeah, like, I, I do own the, uh, the only one I own is that new, uh, yeah, the new Moonian. Uh,
0: Numenorean, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: The, 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 that What one, number yeah. is yours? Uh, mine's 2,032. Okay. Out of 5,000. And, um, yeah, so, and I think that's probably one of the best... Um, you know if you're a dark crystal fan and you know if you want the ultimate sort of soundtrack of the dark crystal then that's probably the addition to go to but i will say that it is pretty awesome i um, I'm glad that they're bringing it you know bringing it on you know iTunes so people can you know be able to listen you know get the score um more accessible i guess Right, um, digitally yes yeah, digitally. And I didn't, yeah and also and also on I vinyl. didn't buy it yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I didn't buy the digital version because yeah. I've got the CDs and I've already transferred them into iTunes, so yeah, I don't into, know if, yeah, yeah. how much better the quality is or not. I no. I guess if I ever decide to buy it digitally, then I, it, it might be better. I'm sure this vinyl release is going to be really nice. Um, if anyone's interested, um, I do have other links here. There is... so. On April the twenty second, that's the only day, and you have to find out what stores in your area through the website are going to participate. And you basically, some people stay overnight, some people get there early. I know in big cities like in California, New York, and stuff, they they camp out overnight, and they you know lots of flippers, you know lots of people trying to get rarities that they want personally and. It's kind of chaos, um, but in like cities like Louisville, that I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people that go out there and they get some some good stuff, you know, a lot of vinyl collectors and whatnot. But for the most part, uh, most other cities, it's it's really not going to be as chaotic. And it's it's only that day, I guess. If they don't sell out, then they just put them on the shelf, and you can just buy them however. Um, but yeah, it's kind of one of those gimmicky things I guess that's how I kind of look at it um, but there is um, a website monstersinmotion.com they are taking pre-orders um, for the clear vinyl limited edition and I do believe that this is the record store day edition and it ships on ships on the 26th so record store day is the 22nd these ship on the 26th I'm hoping that I'll get one on Record Store Day, but if not, then I'm gonna rush to the website and I'm gonna pre-order it. Hopefully, get it. The shipping for me, the shipping was gonna be like eleven dollars and something. It it sells for thirty dollars, twenty nine ninety nine, and eleven dollars in shipping. I mean, I thought that was kind of high, but shipping's kind of crazy these days. So I'd rather get it on Record Store Day and spend thirty on it than spend forty on it or more, you know, having it shipped.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, Um, yeah, just check your um, local um, record store and um, see if they'll um, uh, get that Dark Crystal soundtrack. Um,
0: There was a a website in the UK. I think it was juno.co.uk. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But it's no longer posted on their website. So I don't know if they sold out. I don't know if they weren't supposed to advertise it and sell it like maybe they did a boo-boo and took it off the site. I have no idea. But, um, but, um, the company that's, that's doing this soundtrack, um, enjoy the, Re- enjoy the ride records.com. They, um, they were the same one. They were the same company that did the like Fraggle rock vinyls and stuff like that. So, it is said that there will be a deluxe edition that will be released later on down the road. And when you look at the fraggle rock vinyls, there were, let's see here. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven variants. And it's really cool. Like, uh, the different colors that they have, it's kind of like spin art, um, it's like burst of colors and whatnot. Um, so there's a chance that there's going to be a bunch of different colors of this vinyl later on down the road. You know, I would like to see it as I'm I'm kind of surprised that it's not two discs with the way vinyls have been coming out these days. It's like when they, when they re-release stuff on vinyl, they've got to be such good quality that it ends up being on two discs instead of being two sides. Um, but, you know, I was thinking that if it was a two disc, you'd have a clear disc and a purple disc or, or a transparent purple disc. So it's possible. And a, and a lot of these Fraggle Rock ones, they're based on different characters. So the colors are based on those characters. So it's quite possible that there'll be an Algra edition and a Gen edition, a Cure edition. There might be a FizzGig edition that's yeah. like brown <laughs> and thirsty, you know, that
1: would be different color brown,
0: yeah. which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um. Then probably a skeksy version or something like. Yeah. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I mean. I think it
0: would be kind of cool if they sold a little, like if you if if they sold or had something in the vinyl where it was like some cow kind of like unfoldable, um, uh, paper craft or something where you could stick it on the middle of your record player, and while the record was playing, it was like a crystal that was like spinning around with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that would be, yeah, pretty cool, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Yeah. So, so that's coming out um 22nd more money, April. And, yeah. More money to
0: spend, I can't.
1: Oh uh, no, yeah. Uh,
0: well, well, I got this I'll new see. job, so by the time they come out to the public, and it's not some record store exclusive or something, then... Then I'll be able to afford it hopefully, but man. Cool. But no. How no, many also- variants? I know. Okay, not only do we have to deal with comic variants, but we have to deal with vinyl <laughs> variants as well. I mean, yeah. come on.
1: I know, and I mean I guess we might as well talk about those comics. The um the power of the dark crystal and um
0: Number one. Number one.
1: So that came out last month in late February and um basically twenty second,
0: I believe, right? Yes, yeah, so I believe 27th? so.
1: Yeah, twenty second, yeah. And um yeah, based based on like what I read, you know, I mean I read the comic book myself and I really I you know, I really enjoyed it. And um and based on you know what I read online with reviews and stuff that, you know, it seemed pretty positive for the most part. Um I, yeah, I, I guess, yeah. you know, I wanted to know, yeah, your thoughts on um the very first issue of Power of the Dark Crystal.
0: Well I just read it today and in a w and I did like it. I was kind of, it's, I don't know if people have listened to past episodes and talking about creation myths, and I still haven't read Legends of the Dark Crystal. Um, and, you know, I'm just being one of those back in the day, old school fans of the Dark Crystal. You know, it came out when I was, gosh, six years old. I wanted to see it so bad in the theaters and my parents wouldn't take me. And it came out on HBO. and My grandparents recorded it. And I wore that VH VHS out I watched it so much and then and then it was released again in 1994 on VHS and Laserdisc and I had the VHS and just from it being, I don't know if it was because it was recorded, the way it was recorded from their old VHS back in the mid 80s or if it was how it was presented on HBO or you know, back then HBO was a big supporter of the Hensons. Um, They—that's where Fraggle Rock, Fraggle Rock, aired on HBO when it when it first came out in the '80s. Um, and I had HBO as a kid, and I loved Fraggle Rock. <laughs> I don't know if you if you've seen if you well you're probably too young, but there was a commercial when Fraggle Rock was released on VHS, I think, in the late '80s, and um, there was this commercial where this little kid would say, I love Fraggle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so me just saying that brought back some memories. But um, the quality of the film was, on that VHS from HBO was really dark. And when that 94 version came out, it was like seeing a whole new film. It was like everything was bright. You could see the detail in the hallways of the castle. Like, I had never seen any of that where you know, Chamberlain and um, Gartha Master, like, you know, mm, quiet, right.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be really dumb. It was
0: just, yeah. it was just so, it was, it was really nice. And then, of course, you know, throughout the years, we've got all these DVD releases of it and love it, love it. But, um, the way that I Well, anyway, being an old school fan, I was hesitant to read all this new material. And when I finally did read Creation Myths and all that, I still haven't read Wars. but when I finally read that, I really enjoyed it. I really, really did. And I was really surprised by it. So, you know, I finally read number one. And to me, it's almost like episode seven of Star Wars. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it did have a bit of a sort of kind of like a reboot feel but also sort of like
0: had like a reboot feel
1: yeah because
0: this whole first issue is basically the narration of the film as it pertains to the sequel yes yeah it's like you're you know a lot of the wording is the same Um, they kind of go into this whole like intro and then all of a sudden it's like the power of the dark crystal. And then it goes into the story, but there's still no narration going on. Um, I I liked it. It's, it's, it's an interesting read. Um, I, if you, if you open up the, the comic in the, in the very, in, in the inside of the cover, it actually lists all the different variants that are, supposed to come out so far there have been seven and somehow i got them all (laughs) oh wow yeah that's awesome (laughs) so i do have um i have two there's a regular version it's done by Jay lee and And, june chung yep then the subscription Uh, cover then the subscription cover is done by santa takeda i actually have two of the um of just what's considered the regular cover that stole that's actually sold in stores um, I have one that's autographed that I got from the UK and then um, by Simon. Um, is it S- Spurrier?
1: I think so. Yeah. Spurrier, yeah. yes. Yeah.
0: Spurrier or I don't know. Um, But then you have the subscription cover, which I really love the subscription covers. It goes into that kind of Celtic artwork that Brian Froud used around all the trim and everything. And, I really like the subscription variants a lot.
1: Yeah, the subscription was probably my favorite like out of like all the art. I mean I only bought the you know, just the regular, you know, first issue, but um but yeah, like out of yeah, like, you know, yeah, I really like the subscription cover, just the look of it. And I guess, you know, Jen's a favourite character of mine, so <laughs> um yeah, yes, so
0: well, I guess to describe I guess to describe the covers, the regular cover has uh, the mystics surrounding the crystal and inside the crystal is a Skeksy. And above the crystal is like Jen on a throne with um, either fizzgig or another Fiz Gig. who kn- I don't know how long fizzgigs live. I don't know how long Gelfling live, but at the same time. When you read the comic, there's a line in there that, in my opinion, kind of hints towards why they're still alive. And... Um kind of explains it a little bit i guess we'll get into it when we get into the story are we, are we going to actually go through the story did, I, did you want to do that I,
1: I i think i think for now we'll probably just do an overall sort of you know overall thoughts on um okay. on issue one i guess because I, I think I, I i think down the track um like I, I think you know this is something that we could probably do as a round round table as a round
0: table like and like down do the all track 12 issues. Yeah, yeah probably yeah. once
1: and i think that's the plan sort of you know once all the 12 issues are out you know we'll we'll do a do a round table and, you Let know, go, see if I
0: can find that line real yeah, quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: but, you know, I just thought, you know, you know, since this is new, we might as well, you know, brief, you know, chat a little bit about it and just sort of, you know, what our initial thoughts about it. Um, but you know, like I really enjoyed it. Like I thought it was a, um, you know, a good start. Um, um, it sort of, you know, establishes, establishes a lot of things. Um, there was some interesting things like, especially the, the filing, um, uh, character um uh third well do we Thur- want to go yeah.
0: back into the into the into the variants before we go into that oh
1: yeah yeah of course yeah yeah yeah
0: well so we had the subscription cover then we have a variant cover which is i guess like just the basic variant cover by david peterson that has well um well to go into the subscription cover it's got jen the uh, old jen And he's got his hand up and there's like a crystal or an image of the crystal or shard or whatnot floating above his hand. Then we see, um, I guess, Jen and Kira when they were young, kind of looking into each other's eyes and touching hands, maybe in a dream, maybe in a dream fest. Um, There's a mystic on one side, a skexy on the other there's the wall of destiny is behind Jen. there's a the triangle there's it's it's a lot of artwork it's it's very nice um over here um well, you see a in the bottom left corner, you kind of see a bit of the mystic valley, and then in the bottom right corner, it's almost like maybe Jen on his old journey I don't know um but that one's really nice then we have uh, well, the David Peterson cover is a Skeksy with a Hoxkiga sword um, and some kind of a castle guard, Gelfling of sorts. And then you have the crystal with all the offerings around it. But the crystal's like tilted. Um, the Hensons have used David Peterson before. Um, he did one of the, he was going to do a cover for Creation Myths. Um, I think Originally, Creation Myths was going to be released as a comic series, but then they decided to do it as a three-part...
1: Yeah, graphic novel. uh, Graphic novel, Yes, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, And I think he was going to do one of the variants, and they did include that in one of the books. Um, And he's done artwork for other Henson Properties before.
1: Yeah, I think one in particular, if I'm not mistaken, I think, was it Mouse Guard was one of the...
0: Yes. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I was just trying to think about it. And Mouse. It. Yeah.
0: And well and then one of the, his cover for Creation Myths was released as one of the promotional posters um for for Creation Myths. And on the other side I believe was a Mouse card.
1: Yes, yeah. Yeah, so um, um
0: then we have the the, the foil, foil variant cover, which is the same as the regular. Um it's all in black and white except for the crystal is it's like a pink foil. Um, then we have the Emerald City Comic-Con exclusive by um, Jeff Stokely. This one's probably my favorite. It's uh, basically just the crystal surrounded in fire. Um, there's an, kind of an image of the suns, the three suns up at the top. And I can't quite make it out, but I think that this Fireling character is kind of imaged inside the crystal but it's all a bunch of oranges and yellows and reds and browns it's it's really nice
1: yeah it's actually yeah, non, yeah, nice one actually yeah yeah just sort of having a look at it on online um
0: i only saw three of these on ebay and snatched one up Um, Since then, I've seen one, well, maybe one or two others, but the Stokely one seems to be the rarest one. Uh, My foil and my subscription, my subscription comes from Boom. My regular one I got from Boom um, and the variant and the foil I all got from their website. Uh, Let's see here. We've got the fried pie exclusive. Uh, It's kind of (laughs) creepy. It's got a, two. It's got the ritual master and chamberlain. It's got some hawkskika swords above them. They're peering into the crystal. I'm assuming that this is a flashback because, if you look behind the crystal, you can see the gourmand, um, the scroll keeper. Um, looks like the treasurer and another one. Um you got Jen and Kira kinda of looking over their shoulder at the Skeksis kinda of looking yeah. all creeped out and old and zombie, just zombie Their <laughs> eyes are weird, yeah. yeah. looks like he's on drugs. Um, <laughs> and then uh, you see the mystics. Yeah. Um and it's a bunch of purples and pinks. It's yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's nice, but it's kinda creepy. Yeah.
1: That one, one was done
0: all. by yeah. yeah, that one was done by um, let's see here. Uh, Benjamin Dewey.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: Benjamin Dewey. Yes, and it says 2006. So this is a piece of art that he did last year, which I'm sure. I mean, it's only February 2017, so he probably yeah. did it in later 2016. Probably, yeah, And
1: got approved, yeah, around that time, and yeah, signed it then. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we've
0: got a nerd block exclusive from Emerald City Comic Con. It's the same. It's the same uh, David Peterson cover, but it's a black and white, and there's some purple.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah
0: and it says nerd block e c c c exclusive on the cover.
1: Guys. There
0: is a WonderCon exclusive cover by Mike Huddleston which has not been previewed. There's no release yet of it. No one's seen it. Um I asked I emailed Boom. They haven't gotten back to me. So who knows? Maybe it it, it hasn't popped up on eBay. Um Maybe that one will be the hardest one to get, or maybe it just won't come out, or maybe they'll use it for a later issue. Who knows?
1: Because I'm just trying to think when WonderCon, is that coming out already? WonderCon
0: is next weekend.
1: Ah, gotcha, Yes, It's March
0: 31st to April the
1: 2nd. Yep, gotcha, yeah. So that's, yeah. So
0: I'm kind of surprised we haven't seen this variant yet. Yes, yeah. And I so, pretty much daily kind of search the web to try to find yeah, it and yeah. I haven't seen any.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so you just got one more to complete the collection with issue one. and um. Well,
0: unless it doesn't come out, yeah. which I'm kind of hoping it won't because I'm mm. already spent all this money on these <laughs> seven. I don't want to yeah. buy another one. Another
1: one yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: number two has been delayed.
1: Yes, I heard about um, this. They're very unfortunate, yeah
0: the 19th of april is when it's supposed to come out boom studios finally updated the release date on that mm-hmm. they didn't change the release date of number 3 so it's possible that number 3 might still come out on april. um march or april 22nd or something like that
1: yeah um uh- that is something that that can potentially happen. I know very early on with the Star Wars um comics with Marvel and I think um I think I like very when they first were doing them and stuff and there would be quite a few delays now and then. And I think there'd be the occasional where they would bring out like two issues um, you know, of like say Star Wars or a Darth Vader comic okay. in the one month. Um uh, but but then again it's like well Boom Studios and I K Entertainment, they are a much smaller company um. So whether it's like whether they'll just, just do it once a month, or you know, you know, to hold back issue three, you know, mm-hmm. just delay everything by a month, or whether that, or whether everything's all ready anyway, so they, you know, it's like, well, you know what, let's let's give them two issues of powers in, in April. Um, right. So they might want to
0: try to s- keep on schedule and and go ahead and bump out number three when it's supposed to come out. Yeah. Possibly. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I heard that. You know, sometimes it's because something in the in the in the artwork or the the writing or whatnot mm-hmm. is delayed. But then, with this being number two, and it's already been written. I mean, it's based oh, on yeah, the script. Yeah. I would think yeah. I would think the whole thing's already written. But it yeah. could be that maybe some of the not the covers, but some of the in- inward artwork might have not have been finished. But then, or it could yeah. be like the the actual lettering in the yeah. comic hadn't been filled out within all the bubbles and and whatnot.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um,
0: I know with the Farscape comics, when they came out from boom studio or Archaea, I, um, I didn't care about the variants. Yeah. I just wanted one of each issue and that's all I did. I went to the store, just grabbed what was ever there. It was usually just, there was usually only one version of it anyway. um, I didn't worry about the variants at all, but I think, I think every issue had at least four variants Mm -hmm. that were actually sold in stores. They weren't like exclusives here and there. They may have had some exclusives, but it was like, this is, um, cover a cover B cover C cover D, you know? Yeah. And it was just so many per number, like one in 51 in 25, one in 10, you know, the common one, I, I guess, but that's the way it seemed to me, and and here with these, it's like all the variants are you have. Well, you have your regular subscription, the boom variant with and the foil, and then you have exclusives. Yeah. Um, number two has been said that it was going to have a foil, but like I said, um, Boom Studio hasn't gotten back to me about it. There is a um, there is a variant that I've already ordered and it's supposed to be on its well it's supposed it'll be on its way when it's released
1: for issue 2 yeah
0: for issue 2 um, hmm. let me see if I can pop it up real quick I can't remember who did it but the interesting thing was I didn't realize this but you know in on the inside cover it lists all the variants so if you want to collect it it's right there for you
1: cool that's pretty cool, oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Go into my eBay here. Yeah. So Purchases, and it is... Oh, it's another Lee cover. Hmm. And it's a really cool cover. It's got, like, Chamberlain bursting out of the crystal over... What is her name? I
1: didn't. Arthur, Therma?
0: Therma, yes. Therma, the fireling. It's got him bursting out of the crystal above her, and it's really nice.
1: Nice, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess we just got to yeah, you know.
0: So there's so far there's three variants of number two. Yes, yeah. That have that have been seen or released or previewed or whatnot. There's supposed to be a foil, but no, you know, who knows. Um, number three so far just has the regular and the subscription. We haven't seen any other variants yet. And if it does come out on schedule, maybe it's just going to be those two, you know, who knows?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I think like it's one of those things, where, yeah. You know, the first issue, they're always going to be lots of variants. of so then sort of as each issue, as he, as each issue goes by, then there's sort of, you know, you just probably have that just a subscription, and the regular version, um, of the comic, so um. But yeah, I mean, I'm be yeah, interested yeah. to see how many more they keep doing. But yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. For me personally, the yeah. less the better for me because yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'm gonna have to search all these or try to get them, and if I don't get one, it's gonna be kind of for me anyway. It'll be kind of heartbreaking, and then I'd have to go to yeah, yeah, <laughs> pay a flipper or some kind of crazy price. Who knows? Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. and then I won't have the money, and I'll be like, oh, I want that so bad. And, uh, yeah now that i have all of number one it's like i gotta have all of all 12
1: yeah (laughs) yeah that's all right so um yeah so i guess like um yeah so overall yeah you you pretty much enjoyed yeah reading the the first issue of um yes the power of the dark crystal um and yourself yeah yeah like i really enjoyed it too like i i i sort of found it interesting you know a couple of things like um I guess probably the interesting thing was to do with Therma, um, especially how, I mean, she's a filing, so she's not a galfling. She's, she's a creature from another world. Uh, and it seems like, you know, that she's able to do, you know, dream fasting, um, like abilities, you know, when she was doing that with, um, the little, uh, creature, I was trying to open the, comic yeah. on my iPad. Um, it's crashing she on me. Calls it, um,
0: what does she call it? Here it is. Um, Firefast. She calls it Firefast. Yeah. So it's like a dream dream fasting ability that she has. She says that she's from a an inner world. So it's kind of hard to know if she's talking about an inner world within their planetary system or an inner world within all of the planets that are connected by crystals or if it's actual Thra but I mean I'm pretty sure it's Thra itself. She's yeah. never been out. She's never been outside of this inner world yes. before. Yeah, but apparently they they know, or at least the the elders of her world know of these other places within the world. Um. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I guess she kind of she's basically covered in fire, yes. and she has the ability to burst flames from herself um and i don't it seemed to me like maybe she could not really fly or float but she could kind of like burst around um that's just kind of one of the things that i got from it
1: yeah i was just saying yeah she i mean she does say a world within thras so
0: oh she does actually say within thras yeah a
1: world within thras so i know it's but it's weird because it seemed like she came from the sky Didn't she come from the sky?
0: Well, she she flew in.
1: Oh, flew in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to... Yeah, well, like... This is sort of like a... So maybe wherever she came from... Yeah. ...kind of thing where it's like, you know, there's this whole other world inside Thra that's, you know, probably unknown, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just sort of thought... Yeah, I just like that Firefly scene that was sort of, you know, good sort of background um, details about about her and, yeah, it just sort of, you know, sort of ends with, you know, her saying, well, you know, um, our world's dying and I need a, a sli- like, a, 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 I think it's like a sliver. I need a shard of the a shard crystal. shard of the crystal, yeah. yeah. And um, sort of ends like that. So, um, yeah. So, um, it introduced, I think, uh, was it Kenso, the, um, the Galfling character, um, which, I mean, you didn't know his name, you know, in the comic, but it was one of those things where if you read the synopsis, the film synopsis ages ago that you, yeah. Um, heard about that character. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's really interesting to see how it all pans out within the 12 issues. And, um, I think probably the big thing is really just, just want to know how the Skeksis come back. It's like, do the Earth Skeks come back and then they split apart again. And you know, there's, those are probably like the questions I'm sort of on my head. I'm like, how, how does that, How's it all going to go down? So,
0: well, um, did you read those uh, script pages that were posted to Dreamfasting the Dark Crystal Experience on Facebook?
1: No, I haven't actually. No, little plug there. Yeah, I know. I, I was I was tempted, but at the same time, just like you know what, I'm I'm going to hold out and you know read you know just sort of experience the comics you know as they are, and then down the track, I'll um I'd love to read the script, um of um. Of the Power of the Dark Crystal, just so to compare between the two. So, um so yeah, I don't want to know, you know, spoilers, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'm I'm very curious of how it's all going to go down. um Yeah. Um. Just trying to think. Um. Yeah, it's almost. I'm trying to
0: find you know, that quote. That quote that I wanted to get. Um... Yeah, it almost seemed like it, it almost seemed like it said that um that Jen and Kira received a gift for mm. healing the crystal and to me it seemed like that line kind of maybe explains why they are still alive um or it could be that that's oh it's on the page where it shows Kira being Jen holding Kira in his arms while she's dying.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: And I can't seem to find that.
1: To cheat death. <laughs> sort of, a, I, and that's the thing, sort of, the, about the um, the Galflings, you know, the hundred years that sort of passed, it's almost sort of like, they've sort of almost become a bit like Skeksis, not in being bad guys, but right. I guess more on they... the, greed, the greed side of things of, you know, you must, you know kind of greedy, money. yeah, just the greedy side of things, um the greedy nature of thisxies that sort of,
0: but it almost yeah. seems like they truly believe that without these offerings the the light from the crystal, the crystal and the light work. from the um from the lesser conjun- conjunctions isn't as strong as it used to be, unless there are these offerings, and yeah it's it's almost like people make these pilgrimages or even podlings make this pilgrimage. To visit the crystal as a religious healing mm. type thing. Yeah. So they'll travel and then they'll be like, well, I need, I'm, you know, this person, my, well, a Podlings visit and they're like, my, our kid is dying and we need, but we don't have anything to offer. And they basically, the Gelfling guards are like, well, then you don't get to come in. Yeah. Um,
1: and then Kinso gave it, them, um, uh, some
0: his birthstone, yeah,
1: yes, yeah, so, yeah, the birthstone, yes, yeah, yeah. As part of the um off- offering that they can use, yeah, yeah. I oh, know. I just I, I that that was sort of like a interesting aspect that I sort of you know. But yeah, maybe here it is. Yeah. I found
0: it. It's I thought it was the narration. That's why I couldn't find it. It's actually um during one of her um she fire fasts with the can with the candles in the castle. Because the flames can 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 show past events, mm. and she says she she doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't know what a Gelfling looks like. She firefasts with this weird little creature underneath the castle, and and and, uh, and she's able to see somewhat of the past, or or mm. she tells tells the creature where she's from. Yeah. And then the creature runs off. But then when she fire fast with the f- candles in the castle, um, she kind of sees the Skeksy a little bit. Um, and then she says, oh, oh, I see now this world. It was broken until two heroes gave everything they had to to restore balance. The Gelfling. They were honored by the crystal, rewarded and left to govern in its light. Yeah. And it shows an image of Jen holding Kira while she's, you know, passed. And I guess, I guess I guess that explains how Kira was brought back to life. Because the crystal was healed, the crystal gave them the gift, brought Kira back to life. And maybe that's why they're still alive for so long.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the power of the crystal sort of, yeah, giving us a bit of they long, stay up. longevity, yeah.
0: Apparently they and- sleep all day long yeah. in the upper balcony in the yeah. crystal chamber and yeah. But, yeah. they kind of awaken when the light kind of dims out but very, at the same time it was it was the rose sun yeah. ceremony and the rose sun is the smallest sun so i would think obviously that was probably why it didn't last so long but who knows yeah
1: but then again as yeah and, and sort of similar to i guess with the skexies you know they lived for a thousand years you know to cheat death as um the narrator would say um
0: <laughs> cheat the, death again because yeah, the they would again. absorb yeah. yeah, well, they would do those power ceremonies where they would absorb the light through their eyes from the dark crystal yes yeah um whereas here in this in this first issue we know that people make these pilgrimages to mm. to be able to be in the crystal chamber during a lesser conjunction so that they can absorb the light because it actually does have healing properties and powers, yes, yeah. But somehow it's dwindling, so I don't know what that means either.
1: No, no, yeah, and I think you know we'll I guess we'll find out. Yeah, like in the future issues to come. So yeah, very, very. But even
0: even Agra yeah. knows that something's about to happen, but then yeah. again, she knew that she knew that something was going to happen um, when the Erskeks were coming. Yeah, absolutely. and so she can kind of you know see this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Um, so
0: yeah, we'll get it. Yeah, like you said, we'll get into it in the in a roundtable discussion. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think once once we get the once all the twelve issues are out, um, I think that's probably when a good time to probably you know go through the whole story and stuff. Um, but you know, I thought I you know for the, the yeah, and I just thought you know for the listeners there that you know were interested in just hearing our initial thoughts. Um, right. Exactly. On, on, that's what I was going to Especially say, with issue with one. Piece. Issue um, one. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, and I'm sure we'll talk about each issue, you know, in future episodes. Um, but yeah, so and then the next episode, um, we will definitely have the first uh, roundtable discussion of the Shadows of the Dark Crystal. So that's something to look forward to because um, I yes. guess and just because in April, um, I will be I'll actually be away. Uh, I'm going to be overseas. Uh, actually, I'm going to be in the US because um, I'll be going to <laughs> Star Wars Celebration in Orlando. So that's happening, Florida. yes, in Florida. So, um, so that's very exciting. So, um, actually, you know, for any listeners out there, you know, if you're planning to go to celebration and um, if you want to, you know, meet up with me or whatever, just just send me an email um at the dark, ch- dark crystal podcast at gmail and, you know, hopefully we can catch up and chat some dark crystal as well as a bit of Star Wars as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, well, it's... to go
0: back into the Power of the Dark Crystal, uh, we didn't mention this is written by Simon Spurrier. It's illustrated by Kelly and... Is it Nikolai Matthews or Nicole Matthews?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm actually trying to look at the front cover.
0: And then it's lettered by Jim yeah. Campbell. Yes, yeah. But this... um, Okay, so the... The, there were, there were there's actually two scripts for Power of the Dark Crystal the film that were done well the film that was never made. Um, the first one was done by Annette Duffy and David O'Dell. David O'Dell is the uh, is the screenwriter for the Dark Crystal.
1: Yes, of course, yeah. Um,
0: back then in the '80s and whatnot, he was he was what I consider a hired screenplay writer. Yeah. Um, he also wrote Supergirl, the movie, and, um, Masters of the Universe with Courtney Cox. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but he wrote The Dark Crystal and then he wrote, um, The Power of the Dark Crystal with Annette Duffy. And then there was a second script that was based on that by Craig Pierce. And then the comics are based on both of those scripts.
1: Yeah. a combination of the two. So, yeah.
0: Well, I guess if it could just be that it's based off of Craig Pierce's, but then Craig Pierce's is based off Annette Duffy and David O'Dell. So technically it's all three of theirs.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that probably wraps up, you know, the power of the dark crystal and, um, for, you know, for our initial discussion and yeah, just look forward to the rest of the issues. And, um, yeah, I mean, I hope, you know, things go well with, um, you know, the sales side of things for the power of the dark crystal, um if they'll potentially do more um comics um you know that's in the base in the dark crystal the world of the dark crystal down the track so yes very exciting and um
0: oh yes lots of lots of dark crystal stuff um yeah. well to mention it again there's uh tales of the dark or excuse me tales of the dark crystal came out years ago <laughs> oh, yeah. um the dark crystal tales um which is illustrated by Corey Godby. The uh cover of that has been um released out on the internet. Um it's on his Instagram, um, it's on some web pages and whatnot.
1: Yes, yeah, so you can also
0: go to Dream Fasting, the Dark Crystal Experience. We have posted it there several times. Mm-hmm. Um so there's there's that that's gonna be coming out this year. We also have the um photo book that's gonna come out.
1: Oh okay yeah yeah. Are uh, the the making of the dark Crystal. oh no not the making um yeah like a companion book for the dark crystal. Well
0: it's it's like the one that they did for labyrinth last year. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, lots to yeah, certainly lots to look forward to and cool. um I'll definitely put up in the show notes about the uh the dark crystal tales um cover preview because I think as um Cory Bot mm-hmm. Cory Godby he um yeah, he did a blog about um showing his, you know, um, his initial artwork, drawings, yeah, yeah. yeah, and all that
0: kind of stuff. So, which is very um, cool, he, he? If you if you go to his Instagram, he's actually posted quite a bit of his artwork that are that's going to be in the book. Now, I don't know if this, this is just going to be a single issue book or if it's going to be multiple books. But he also did the Labyrinth Tales book that came out for the thirty fifth an- or the twenty fifth anniversary of Labyrinth last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Um, so it's it's probably going to be the same size it's just like a small square book hardcover yeah um um plus with it being just a reminder with it being the 35th anniversary of the dark crystal most likely we will see a 4k um blu-ray release release.
1: yeah absolutely yeah
0: and there's probably going to be a normal version and then there's probably going to be like a big Seventy-five dollar <laughs> exclusive boxed yeah. edition with some kind of special something or other. The labyrinth one came out with the Escher staircase, and it was kind of a kind of had a mirror in the box, so it kind of looked like there there was more than there was. And uh, yeah. maybe the dark crystal would be similar. It would be kind of neat if it yeah. came with a crystal inside of it or something. Cool, or yeah. who knows? Maybe it'll come with a an official shard toy <laughs> or. Yeah, collectible I guess I shouldn't call it a toy yeah. people come over to my house Like, if, if kids come over to my house especially when my nephews were younger it's like okay I have a lot of what looks like toys but they're not toys they're collectibles so, yeah, you, so can't you can't touch can't anything touch. No. so it's kind of like torture when kids come over they're like oh oh yeah. it's like you can't touch anything yeah. you have to ask first you have to ask yeah
1: of course yeah <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, certainly lots of Dark Crystal to come out, um, yeah, in the months to come. And, yeah, I think it'll be really interesting when it comes to December um, sort of to recap everything. Um, <laughs> it's just so much. Is, yeah. yeah, I
0: wonder what's going to happen on the actual anniversary of the 25th. Well, there might even yeah. be a re-release to theaters like they did for Labyrinth with... You know, extra little interviews with Cheryl Henson and Brian Henson. That would be pretty cool. And all that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'll go to every showing if that happens.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Cool. I I think that's probably going to wrap up uh, things for um, this episode of um, Trial by Stone. So, um, yeah, it was great. Trial by Stone. Stone. (laughs) Exactly. Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. You've already taken too long, Delfling! Hurry! At last, the crystal calls. It is time. Time to return to the castle. The crystal calls! To the crystal chamber! So that's all the time I have for this month's Trial by Stone. Um, If you want to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast. Or follow us on Twitter at darkcrystalpod. If you like the show and you think that others would love it, then please spread the word and even give us a five-star review on iTunes. I hope you all enjoyed the show and come back next month for more Trial by Stone.